STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. Give the Transformers and beer listeners. Can we pretend? Yeah, I can pretend that, man. You can do that. Yes. Yeah, so there you go. You don't need to... uh, And this is my microphone, so I don't need you spewing your your bile into it. If you'd given me that Coke sooner, I would have drank it and spewed up my bile ahead of time. Maybe you shouldn't be drinking Coke while we're doing a record. Mm. Mm. Respect. Right? How's that a test? You you couldn't even hear yourself. I wasn't saying anything. Yeah, I know. You're the one that's far away from the mic, so that's what we should be listening for. Not me. You're fine, and I'm fine. We're good. How do we know? You don't even know if the back part of the mic's on. I tested it prior. proper test. I tested it prior. Holy crap. Hey, guys. We're back. STC Pod. Episode number 107. And this time we're both on the same podcast. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Uh, well, what do you mean welcome back? Oh, yeah, I guess because I was the one that left. Yeah. It was yeah. like I was on vacation. You had a little hissy fit and you left. Left the show. Just like Tenacious D when Kyle left the band. I was recruited. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. That's, That's it. That's it. I got recruited. One time deal. All right. So the we dumped up the back truck or the dump truck of money, and uh, how could I resist? <laughs> Did you say they dumped up the back truck? Yeah. <laughs> That's how much money there was in it. I got confused. All right. So the bros, the cartridge bros, uh, put forth a plan to have a guest swap between our podcasts, CC Weekly. And uh, SDC Pod. Yeah. That's right, Fandango. Beat you to the punch. And so uh, P1. As Bill smiles. P1 grabbed you and pulled you over to the CC Weekly Show. So what? how'd that go? It was, was good. I don't know. How else do you think it went, man? Two professionals getting together? Well, P1 got the, uh, the pro Joe, I found, in listening back. Would you expect anything different from me going on another show? Maybe he wanted the STC Joe, which is all wild and crazy. Instead, he got... I'm wild and crazy because you make me wild and crazy. golf announcer Joe with the notes. And he was professional. He was calm. Everything was organized. He had respectful Joe. The exact opposite of this show. Yeah. He had respectful and prepared Joe. He had notes... Yeah, I duh. was representing STC. What? That makes no sense. It does. You pre-prepared. I was blown away. I had to. I always get pressured with uh, having no content that I'm not that familiar with. They don't want you to know the content. They just well, want you as a sounding board. Because then I would have nothing to say. They want you as a sounding board to bounce no, stuff off of opinions. and get reactions off you. I always tell you, you're the you're the big personality. Let someone else be the expert, and then you know they bounce it off of you for uh, for comment. 
I was trying to make you proud. You did. You did a great job. And I checked out your Transformers and Beer podcast last week, too. You were super pre- prepared for that one as well. Even uh, M was a little taken aback, I think. Was I prepared? Yeah. He, I don't even uh, what we talk about. Oh, who knows? But uh, he brought forth uh, something about top five something or another, and uh, you had a list ready to go. Whereas if I were to ask you yeah. top five of anything, it'd be big problems here. Like this. It'd be a big, big old pause. <laughs> I zoned out for a second. <laughs> Sorry, man. What's the deal? What's, uh, what's the difference between podcasts here? Let's get to the root of this. There's no difference. Just um, This one's, as you like to call it, free-flowing, so there's no need to be prepared. And then the other one is more focused and, and centric based, so you need to have a knowledge of topic. So if I don't come prepared, I can't remember everything that goes on with the other one. There's too many figures, too much this, too much that. Hmm. All right. Right? Well, Did I, you want to tell everybody the drinking game you want them to do with the record? No, it would create too many alcoholics. With the Transformers and Beer podcast? Yes. They don't need any more listeners over there on that show. They're already surging in the ratings. Why do you care? You want me One to send more listeners the over there? One show helps the other. Well, if that was only the case, I did not hear any plugs on the other show. Let me tell you. Yeah, and in fact, I think uh, M asked you about a certain show or something. You're like, you know, I heard somewhere that it was actually pretty uh, gruesome. And why don't you tell people where you heard it from, Joe? No. Nope, would have been a perfect opportunity to plug the STC. Well, because I don't remember where I heard it from. Don't matter. You just plugged the STC at that point. You go, you know what? Uh, so I, every, everything I find out, I just say comes from you. Yep, exactly. And then you tell them where to go. Go, please, please, please. No, please, visit. please, please. I don't beg anymore for anything. <laughs> you don't beg anymore for anything. Oh, man. Okay, so... You want to hear what happened on my side of the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I heard what happened because I had to edit that show. Edit. How much editing did you do? One. But I still <laughs> listened to the whole thing. <laughs> Even though I wasn't on it and you still gave me work to do on a bloody thing. You listened to it out of... For respect. pleasure. For pleasure. No, I and respect. you knew how much your name would come up. No, I did not. I was hoping it wouldn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway, yes, you and P2 did a did an excellent job. He's got probably the most infectious laugh uh, out of the Cartridge Club, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, if you're going to want a guy in your show... Mm-hmm. You could combine, like, Musty's head with P2's laugh and a little bit of my body... I'd be like the perfect person. Oh. Ah. No offense to the head getting cut off or the body being reworked or anything, and there you go. It's quite a statement. Well, yeah, you're cutting my head off, so yeah, no offense to me. <laughs> I'm putting Musty's gorgeous mantle on top of my body. But using P2's laugh. Ripping out P2's vocal box and mm. putting it into my throat, or Musty's throat it was great i could have a tiny little quip and huge belly laugh from the from the other side of the call yeah i love it you should try working on that 
What, me laughing? Yeah. Yeah. I laugh on the inside. Mm, that works out great on a microphone. Anyway, getting back to you guys. What's your, what was your whole experience? Uh, loved it. You know, uh, there's no drama. There's no, what do you mean drama? I mean, everything just work. You know, you just give a time and you say, yep, no problem. Makes the time. There was no major uh, constraints. You know, I have to be this time between this and this and only for this long. Well, and, I made uh, it even with P2 or P1. Uh, the Twitter messaging going back and forth was, you know, we were trying to pick a day, and uh, I picked a day eventually, and then what happens? Uh, drama. No drama. It's just I didn't want to – I wanted to find a time that was convenient for both of us first, obviously. And then we set a time for 9 o'clock, and then I even showed up a half hour early. <laughs> so we recorded a half – How did you manage to get a half an hour early? I told the wife that she was tired and she should go up to bed. Hmm. Actually, it was like almost uh, 45 minutes early, so no drama. There, well, the exact conversation from P1 was, Joe, I can accommodate you at any time for the entire week, and then you still send about 10 more messages to figure out what time. Well, no, because one, one, the one day he suggested was my uh, trainees and beer record. Mm-hmm. So I shifted that to the day before. All right, I don't know how this right. got back on you. All we're right, talking about uh, Sorry. You know, <clears throat> the true gentleman, P2, here. He uh, came to the game uh, fully equipped, and uh, oh, we had a great conversation. You edited it. Any gaps? Any big uh, pauses? Nope. Not really. No, it was perfect. You guys didn't let it breathe. Oh, breathe, right. Yes. I'm a big fan of letting things I, breathe. You notice that I do gaps is because I let it breathe, and that helps increase or decrease the tension or interest in the topic that we're talking about. It's all techniques I learned in school. Hmm. I am a professional. Hmm. So that's it's like in soap operas when they're staring at the camera just before they, the break rolls. They stop right. their conversation and just stare at each other as the camera pulls back. Normally, the camera doesn't pull back, though. Oh. That's cheap. That's cheap. Hmm. Okay, yeah, so I want to thank the bros for uh, putting that yeah. forward. It was a good time. Yeah, let's do that again. Do it again? Yeah. With the bros or a new, uh, different uh, show? Uh, we can do it with the bros, but this time we'll alternate. I'll go, I'll go with P2. Hmm. <laughs> Could P two handle you? What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. Which which Joe would he get though? Would he get the STC Joe or the? Well, he'd be coming on to STC. He already did that. Oh. Yep. I've already gone onto their show. <laughs> yeah, I guess that. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. hmm. Well, you'd have to go onto their show because you haven't done theirs yet. Yeah. So he's going to come on to STC. Uh, we need to do a, a guest swap, a host swap with Transformers and Beer, because I'd kill no. to get M on. Uh, M is way I too would, way too busy. No, no, I would kill to get that guy in the line for an hour on uh, on our little show here. And without Joe uh, stopping him from talking about stuff, 
He's way too busy for for our little podcast here. Let's get that going. He's only got time once a week, so mm. that's trainees and beer time. I don't know. Anyway, on to uh, what else you want to talk about? Let's start the show. We're changed. Let's start it early. Wow, good pivot. Yes. Joe Deflection. Guys, welcome to STC Pod, episode number 107. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash start to continue. Follow Bill on Twitter at STC Pod. Follow me at AC Decepticon. Bookmark the website stcpod.com. You can find us on iTunes under the search STC Pod. And if you're listening to us, you got to check out some other great podcasts, blogs, and videos from people in our community at cartridgeclub.org. Big thank you to everybody who tunes in every Friday morning, which is when we post our new episodes. Or Thursday late for Day Zero listeners. Mm-hmm. Now on the show. we got to flog our website, too. Why? Are you putting anything on there? Eventually, yeah. Something's going to happen. I have ideas. Uh, so, stcpod.com. But people really got to got to remember our Amazon links are out there. So if you got some shopping to do at Amazon, Christmas is coming. Oof, shit, yeah, Christmas, Black Friday. Yeah. Don't go straight to Amazon, go through our link and... Uh, it doesn't cost you anything extra. No. Even doing grocery shopping. Get your flour there. Get your... Uh, what? Yeah, your flour. Why don't you go to the grocery store? Why? Amazon will deliver it right to your door. That's crazy. It's yeah. not real. Dog food? Hey, no. I'm going to need dog food next week. Not, Order it off Amazon. Not my special dog food. No, not your special dog food. You ordered straight from uh, Ellen DeGeneres. No. He's especially... <laughs> never, mi- never mind that background noise, people. What the hell? Uh, what does he have? He's on the... Not the tofu food. The... Oh. Uh, what is it? I know. It's something unbelievable. Hmm. Yeah, something. It's damn expensive for a 13-pound dog. It's like 100 bucks a bag. Ugh. Ridiculous. For no reason you have to do this. He's sensitive stomach and skin. <laughs> no. No. They told you that once and uh, sold you this thing, and now you're on a lifetime of buying it for him. Well, tell my wife. Anyway. What were we talking about now? Okay, we're also doing, uh, we're going to take that idea from P2 and the Cartridge Bros about uh, the iTunes reviews push we're going to do. Much like uh, I suggested on uh, Cartridge Club. Did you? I don't recall that. Did you take that out? Maybe. Well. I was cursing at people to leave iTunes reviews for the Cartridge Club. Oh. Did I spit over everything here? Everything's all wet. I think you did spit. Oh, Oh, that was probably from my pop. You popped all over. Okay. So, yeah, uh, we need some uh, fresh reviews over on iTunes for STC Pod. You just go over to iTunes, what, on your uh, on anything, create an account, uh, look us up, and drop a quick review, and we're going to start reading, reading them on the show. You know, I hate reading on the show, but we're going to read one new review um, every episode. Okay. Okay, you got one for this one? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to start at the beginning. Our first review ever. Mm, you know when this was put out? November 20th. 
2015. But we're going to get backlogged then, are we? Because there's so many of them, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, let's hope for that. <laughs> Anyways, this is uh, the subtitle. Is called Hanging Out with Two Dudes at Work. And it's by uh, Chuck the Wine Guy from Canada. I've heard of him. Okay, so it says, Be a fly on the wall as Bill and Joe kill time during the overnight shift at a TV station. Listen to their thoughts on movies, retro video games, how to best balance work and family time, past part-time jobs, and even tag along while one of the boys records his visit to the doctor's office for a vasectomy uh, uh, consultation. We're still waiting for the big show, aren't we? Uh, that's it. That's the review. See how easy that is? Mm. So thanks a lot, Chuck the Wine Guy. This is where you come in with that famous tagline. Well, that's Chuck from uh, the website nosnob.com. That's N-O-S-N-O-B.com. Wine reviews for wine under $20 a bottle. Smart, funny, tasty. There that's it is. nosnob.com. Smart, funny, tasty. I love it. It's a good site if you want to uh, not spend a lot of money and impress your lady friends. And it's not just wine either. I see there's some ciders on there now. Well, you got to expand. Yeah, it's good stuff. Ciders are starting to boom. I like good cider. Okay, so moving on. What else? Did you prepare for this episode? Like, uh... Well, I came in... Um, oh. You know what? Like I said at the start, I'm all refreshed. It's like I've been on vacation from recording. Yeah, I haven't heard one sigh yet. Uh... I'm in a great mood. Had a good sleep all day. Um, what else? Uh... You had me watch the Q-Dogs do a video of us. Right? Yeah. yeah. It was their uh, Halloween, well, I'm hoping to be an annual Halloween tradition video where they impersonated uh, Bill and myself, and it was caught me off guard, and I, I was embarrassed and smiling at the same time. Yeah, you were pacing around like a wild bear while you were watching it. it was, I thought that was weird, but uh, you're still smiling the whole time. Well, it was funny. They did a great job. Uh, Mrs. Q-Dog had you spot on. Well, yeah, they did. You know, there's not much outrageousness about no. me, right? You were very dry, very, straight very dry, very boring. <laughs> We got a comment how perfect Eric had you and every one of Except your... Except uh, when I did the flex down pose, or he did the flex down pose. Oh, boy. Which I do not do. Our listeners, please, 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 to be honest with you, go to uh, go to the Mighty Q-Dog YouTube channel and check out uh, In the Q-Dog House for, uh, what would the week have been? October 20-something. It's the Halloween special. Well, it would have been this week's. Yeah. Well, so what was Monday? Uh, October 31st. <laughs> what? Was it? Yeah. No, but it's the week before they're always talking about. So they always title it uh, the week oh. before. Uh, 31st oh. minus 7. Who cares? All right. Anyways, they had Cho Joe down perfect. Um... Right down to the Under Armour tight the T-shirt. October 24th. We've moved on. <coughs> <laughs> and le leading with that 
monstrosity right there. Eric had this super tight Under Armour shirt on with the pecs all protruding, uh, complete with nipples. I think next time, There's Eric... There's no Batman nipples on that thing. Next time, Eric, move the nipples uh, a little bit pointing lower. They, When your pecs grow so far, it rolls your nipples and points them to the ground. So you got to get the ground-pointing nipples next time. And I was, I had tears rolling down my face watching that the first time, and I thought it was losing steam. And then Eric uh, does a classic Joe maneuver, whereas while Melissa was talking as me, uh, Eric as Joe just walks off this the frame like uh, Donald Trump kind of deal. Just walks off, as I've witnessed many many times, as I've had to endure. And he comes back, uh, munching away on a snack. And they just kept going. The beats kept happening. All of these Joeisms, one after another. It was it was amazing. I love it. Can't recommend that video enough. Don't move on to doing other parodies. Let's just have more Joe stuff. No, it's well. They should move on once a year. We'll do. They'll do somebody different. No, do Joe again. There there will be. There's more nothing in the else well. to be done. There there will be more. It's a one trick pony. No. They did it all. There was more. From the skull cap and the wigs, it was uh, it was really good. It was a bright spot for me to see something. Like, who'd have think? Who'd have thought? Me and you would be uh, would be parodied on uh, on a Why YouTube. Why is that a bright spot? Is your life that dark? Yeah, I guess so. It's an ultimate compliment, isn't it? Absolutely. So there it is. Yeah, that's a big bright spot. And as a, a comedy connoisseur as I am, uh, and a lover of parody, to have someone do that to uh, to me. I appreciate it very much. So is that much. a skit or a sketch? You know what? They elevate it to such a high mark. It's definitely a sketch. Hmm. Anything you might do, you know, is still like grade school level, that'd be a skit. Yep. This was a full-on sketch. It's well done, well executed, and it was to their five-minute time. It was great. Please check them out. What else are you doing there? What are you looking at on the Nothing. phone? Uh, the wife is... My son's birthday is coming up, so she's constantly sending me reminders and questions about what to do for this yeah, or that. Of course, because we have to. We have this huge, giant celebration for these birthdays. No, this one's toned down. There's no small, intimate family dinner. There is no small family dinner. No, we are. I thought you were going to Chuck E. Cheese. That's with the kids. So we're having multiple celebrations for this birthday. No, the first one is just us and my parents. Celebration one. Right. We're not doing the whole 40 people come over, family. I applaud you for that. And then uh, the next day we're doing some kids from his school going to Chuck E. Cheese. So two-day celebration. Yes. We're honing this down from the full week down to just two days. Yes. That's good. That's good. That's it. Well, so what's all the issues? Are you still uh, bringing no, in no, catering for the small keeps doing day? presents and stuff like that. Like, what, what about this present or what about that present? So, frustrating. I wish she would just do it and, and handle it without me. <laughs> I'm sure she does. Because everything I say no to, she gets upset about. I'm sure she does. You know what? Speaking of uh, YouTube videos, I'm going to put out a special announcement. Uh, a little tip here for everybody. Not that... Our videos are all that great that we should be throwing out tips. But if people use that cartridge club stinger to open their videos, you got to bring the gain down 
on that stinger. It's very hot and it will be a lot louder than the rest of your video. So take that clip, put it on there, but bring the audio down, like all the way down. Put it at like that. <laughs> Not all the way down, just to cut it in half. 30%. Cut it in half. 30%, cut it I'm half. saying. 30% and that'll match the rest of your video because. Cut it in half. It's loud, it's loud. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, but it, that way it brings you right into it. Well, yeah, it brings you. A lot of people are on it, and they get, they equalize the whole audio throughout their clip. But sometimes they just tack that on and uh, don't notice that it's crazy loud. So there you go, my YouTube tip of the tip of the week with the CC stinger. All right. <sighs> so speaking of holidays, Halloween. Oh yeah, how'd your kids? Uh, where was your last year? We're doing all the tweets. Oh. About uh, your Game Boy and your yeah. Game Boy costume, you're fashioning for your daughter, and nothing, yeah. nothing this year. No, we kept it easy. Uh, didn't do any major, uh, major at home projects. Uh, the little kid did have two separate costumes for the day: one for school and one for trick or treating. She was uh, Dorothy from Wizard of Oz for the day for school, and she was sick. She's full on sick right now. Uh, fever coughing sore throat but there was no way she was missing school i'm like you're pretty sick you should probably not go to school today yeah i'm sick but i'm going to school i don't know this would normally be something you would not be going to school i don't i'm going i'm fine i'm going to school face all red heat coming off her like an oven i'm still going i'm fine i'm going to school okay so i still sent her to school and thought i'd be getting a phone call at some point saying you got to pick your kid up but uh yeah she Power through that whole day. You can't miss that, right? Kindergarten, Halloween, ever all the kids dressed up. She's Is like, she in I'm kindergarten? SK. Oh, you ask her. She says SK. So uh, yeah, she was just desperate to see everyone's costumes and prayed around. I don't think my guy was ex as excited. Did you make them wear the same costume uh, no, the last they, three both years got in a brand row? New Brand new costume? No, they've had new costumes every. Mm. Have they? No, you. No, one year. Yeah, yeah, but they were too little to know what the hell's going on. <laughs> so you keep telling them. <laughs> no, this year they both picked out their costume. Actually, I got some pictures to show you. Here's a uh, cousin Chuck over doing our pumpkins. And nice. Okay. Very good. What what is what is cousin Chuck's method on the pumpkin? Is that where you take a layer off to? No, he was just doing a simple uh, triforce or not triforce, but the Zelda, some kind of Zelda symbol on it. Hmm. Yeah, there's the little guy. Oh. I, yeah, that's the good Captain America suit. Is that where you can wear like uh, the shield on your back too? No. Doesn't. No. Yeah, he's Captain America. I. And your daughter was Princess, uh, Princess Sophia. Princess Sophia. Is that show even on anymore? I don't oh, see yeah. it anymore. I don't see that show anymore. Yeah, she's watching it. Because uh, my kid loves that show, but she even told me that it's not on anymore. Um, they're, they're outside. Now, I did. I made the mistake of offering you one of our older costumes. What do you mean, mistake? I gave it back to you. Well, yeah, I made the mistake of offering it to you, knowing fully well that it would be re asked, summarily rejected. I asked my wife, and she said, <laughs> well, let the kids decide. And they both decided on Avengers and Sophia. Mm -hmm. 
What do you want me to do? Nah, I'm just saying. It was a good costume. It you was. should try and sell it. Uh, okay. It was uh, Piglet. It was yeah. a Piglet costume. Well, it was a decent one. It wasn't like some cheap thing. I didn't say it was. I thought it'd be Joe Kandish to offer it up. Every time I offer Joe some kind of hand-me-down to go to his uh, daughter's, since Not our kids are very true. close in age, always gets thrown in the garbage right in front of me. He takes it and balls it up and throws yeah. it in the garbage. And if you believe that, <laughs> come on. And I pick out the gems of the wardrobe, like, this thing, this is something else here. Nope. It's only been worn once. He'll take it for sure. <laughs> Oh, I thank you very much. I very much appreciate this as he's balling it up and putting it in the garbage in front of me. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then the big kid, uh, you know, she's 12 now, so it's all about uh, it's all about style and what the other kids are wearing. Mm -hmm. So she had uh, all of her friends decide they're going to get these onesies that are kind of like a, the hood is like a wolf or something. You know, it's got a tail. And it's like pajamas, but they well, they all wore that. They all did the same thing. And she went over to her friend's house and trick-or-treated around there. So she's at that age now. Um, yeah. Halloween, man, that started right away. I went out for breakfast first thing and uh, immediately bombarded with bad Harley Quinn costumes. It was a full day of bad Harley Quinn mm. costumes. People that should not be wearing that outfit, you mean? Did you notice that? Like I never everyone. saw one. I didn't see one, thankfully. Come on. But there was I think a I secluded myself all day, so that though my I think one of my sons my son has two teachers and uh one of them looked there's a, one of them is younger and cuter. And she had a nice costume on. I don't remember what it was though. All right. Okay. <laughs> good story. That's good. I don't remember what it was. She's cuter. She was cuter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, bad Harley Quinn costumes. Um, fuck Did I you take down your decorations right away? You didn't really have much decorations. Mm. No, I take like, them down first thing in the morning. Yeah, your house went crazy, right? Well, the mother-in-law went crazy. Yeah, and then right away, the wife wanted me to put them up. Right the next day, the Christmas lights. Yeah. Come on. But I had to sleep, and then I told you my, my butt and my legs were sore, so there's no way I could climb on the roof. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Your butt and legs were sore. Right. Like I've been telling you all night. Jesus. Because there was no way I could balance myself on the second story there. Because your butt is sore. My reflexes sore. would not be. Right, work out some more. Work out a little harder. Hey? Right? You work out a little less. Jesus. Oh, wait, you already do that. Can't go less than zero. Why are you complaining to me? Your back always hurts. Back's doing good right now. For now. So you bend right over now. one time. Ah, uh, so man, uh, back to Halloween. So I took the little girl around uh, the neighborhood. They, a lot of stuff. She brought home a lot of stuff. Holy mackerel! Yeah, like how many houses did you do? 
went up and down maybe two streets. She didn't want to stop, and she was sick, but she still didn't want to stop. I'm like, you tired? You ready to go in? Nope, let's keep going. And uh, Fearless, there's one house down the street that's full-on uh, haunted house style, you know, with big uh, mannequins flopping around and scary sounds. They got the sound system all going and uh, all of the works, and uh, she just couldn't wait to go to it. She's five. I'm like, you don't want to go there. It's scary. No, I want to go. And she... Like, all the other kids were hesitant at the uh, sidewalk, you know, kind of waiting to go into this thing to get their candy, and she just stormed right by them, right up. Yeah, there was one house that scared the kids on my street. It was, um, they had that projection. I had to spit. They had that projection screen on the inside of the house where on the outside it looked like people were waving their hands and, and floating in front of the... Uh, the big uh, window uh-huh. and my two kids are like no I don't want to go there <laughs> yeah this one dad that was giving out candy he I was standing back by the sidewalk and she went up and uh, I saw the guy he didn't just put the candy in her bucket he took the couple chocolate bars or whatever put it in his hand and put his hand out for her to grab it and as she went to grab the candy, his hand dropped onto the pavement <laughs> with a bloody stump. And she just stood there looking at him like, come on, dude. <laughs> He's like, sorry, that was lame. But, yeah, I thought that was funny. So you took your kids around the neighborhood. Yeah, I walked around with the grandparents while the, the wife and the mother-in-law sat on the porch drinking wine and handing out candy. Mm-hmm. They were lazy. But I don't think we had many kids come by, maybe like 20 or 30, which was fine. I wish we got back. Uh, we only went out for like about an hour with the kids. You know, they're they're little, so by the time we do, I don't know, we did like a block and a half. That's how long it took. And um, so we got back in, parents left, and it was like, 7 30 so way past the kids bedtime so we got them way past the kids bedtime oh, yeah. at 7 30 well the two-year-old goes to bed Holy at seven prison the, two, the two-year-old <laughs> goes to bed Christ. at seven and the five-year-old goes to bed at 7 30 holy mackerel what are you talking about they had to get up the next day for school well, yeah did. so after they went to bed I was like i kept asking the wife because uh, i don't hand out candy she goes i you go you want to want me to bring the pumpkin in and shut the lights down so oh, no, we'll go to about 8.30. So, all right, I'm going to go play some video games. So she puts her show on, and then the, the door kept going off like every five minutes. So it's just like, hope you're learning your lesson. Wow. And, and then finally, 8.30 came around. I said, I'm shutting her down. She says, all right, fine. Because I wanted the candy for myself, right? Yeah, well, 8.30's good. Yeah. Plus, what you got all the kids, all the smart kids, that are like uh, trucking in to your neighborhood. They're like getting in cars. Let's go to the fancy neighborhood no, to get the not. goods. What fancy neighborhood are you talking about? <laughs> oh, we know what fancy neighborhood it is. Make more so stories up. They get past the gated entrance and they know they're in. They're in the Nirvana. Now we're getting the reels. We're getting full cans of pop. We're getting full chocolate bars now. Probably like full bags of chips. Oh. No, actually, you know what? And loonies, they you know loonies, yeah, like money. Wow. Some of your neighbors are probably just on their veranda, chucking loonies at the kids so they don't come up to the door. So from the second floor veranda, yeah, from the lanai, throwing toonies and loonies. 
Fight for the loonies, kids. Uh, I love your made-up stories. Okay. I wish I lived in these neighborhoods. But, um, yeah, so it was good. Video games, what were you playing? What am I playing? Yeah. I'm still trugging away on that. Um, oh, my God. Well, I got two on the go. Still trugging away on that Dragon Quest Nine. My guys are, like, level 42. And I still can't beat what I'm assuming is the final boss. So I've dumped off uh, one of my characters. I think it was the mage or something, whatever it was. And um, I brought a new character and a priest. Exciting. To use for healing properties. <laughs> well, my other three are just going to slug away at uh, chopping away the bad guy. Sounds like a great game. But i got to build this guy up because they're at oh. 40, 40, 42, <laughs> and then this guy's starting at level one. So Come on, man. Doing that nonsense. Tell and the, tell uh, I'm playing Lost Odyssey on the Xbox 360. Tell the tell the people like who maybe aren't familiar with video games and what kind of time you have to commit to some of these things, especially when you're not a real gamer. What is uh, how many hours have you put into this Dragon Quest game? Um, it's not official, but off the top of my head, um, probably roughly about probably fifty to sixty hours into it. What's the matter with you? What do you mean? That's normal. <laughs> sixty hours. This is from a guy who said he would never play a handheld game. Too, by the way. And you know what? I may or might have put this one away and just said, screw it. Because I really want to get onto uh, Chrono Trigger, but... I thought you were going to say... You uh, might, I've decided to... You might have been wrong about the whole handheld thing. No, I've, just, I've decided to persevere, and, and to be honest with you, uh, you if I finish this game, it'll be the first game I've actually finished this year. Ugh. What a real gamer. It's November. You haven't finished a game. I've played lots of games. Wow. I'm no Dean, okay? I can't uh, can't finish a game in a day. No. No one's Dean. I'll tell you that. And I'm busy. What have I been playing? Well, oh, what are you Thanks been for asking, Joe. <laughs> I thought we were still talking about me. No, we're done. Your turn-based games that no one can... Oh, I don't get it. Yeah, because you don't have the patience. Maybe you should like, and you, you're not actually playing. You're just telling these people, these avatars, what to do, and then they go and do it, and you watch. You're a big watcher. Yeah. Well, yeah. A voyeuristic game. Well, there's different styles of gameplay, man. There's RPGs, and then there's the oh. uh, click and smash ones oh, whatever. that you like. Uh, tune in These are strategy-based games, man. What's with the labels, dude? We don't like labels anymore. That's right. I said that. <laughs> oh, boy. You should go back and listen to all the, the stands you've took on that CC Weekly. It's like a different person. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so I partook in uh, the game of the month on the Cartridge Club for October, which was Dead Space. Mm-hmm which is uh, one of these scary games. I think I've had maybe 
two or three really good uh, sit downs and play with it. Plays by plays. yourself in the basement. In the basement with the surround sound, and it's all dark on the projector screen, and uh, it's scary, man. Did you finish it? That's no. the important question. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't finish oh, it. Oh, a real gamer I here. Could only, I can only sit myself down for this entire month like two or three times where I, enough is enough. I'm going to sit down and play this, build up the courage to play. It's like the first time was at night, so I knew that would be scary. That was the first time playing it, so it was pretty jumpy for a little while. And then you kind of get used to it, and you can kind of absorb a lot of the jump scares. And then the second time... It was daytime. I'm like, this is daytime. This sh sh I feel like there's nothing that can bother me at this point. And but you still go down the basement. It's still dark out. And it's still dark in the basement. It's still uh, the surround sound. The, the every time one of these creatures jumps out at you, it's not just you know there's a creature and fight it. There's full on. A loud screeching sound comes out of nowhere, and this thing is boom on top of you. Uh, you know, it might not be on top; it might be way down the corridor. But there's still this loud audio cue that makes you jump out of your seat every time. Every single alien has this screeching sound. Man, it just so, every time. Why don't you just play it like every time. off of your TV, like us normal people? Off the TV. I don't know what that means. Yep, there you go, snob. So, <laughs> this, I get, I sit down to play it this last time, and uh, I'm going along, and again, another one of these giant jump scares. This screeching sound, and it's like six of these things are all over the room, and I'm trying to fight my way through it, and you know, I'm trying to take them out, and one scene is just like uh, from. Dumb and Dumber in the hotel room when he's got the gun on the guy and he's shooting the gun and it goes all around the guy. This is me trying to fire my gun at these <laughs> things. It's like hitting absolutely perfectly all around them. I can't hit them. Uh, finally, I clear the room. I get somehow managed to defeat all these mutated whatever they are. And my gut's even hurting. And I look down and my controller is rammed so far into my gut <laughs> like most of it is missing and my white knuckles are all around it and uh, I don't need this in my life right now I don't need this kind of stress so I had to stop it for a little while never to go back to again <laughs> no I want to play I'm going to keep playing it this month because it is a well done game but the sound atmosphere in it is so well the sound design is just amazing so you're not going to play uh, Parappa the Rapper then? And no matter how much I turn down the volume, it's still what? loud and cranking and uh, just the atmospheric sounds. Something in that game is always making noise. Either the catwalks are banging into each other or there's little voices coming from the wall. You just ignored me. I pulled a joke. I wasn't done. You're repeating yourself though. Okay. No, I'm not playing this rhythm. Because you got no rhythm, dude. I, I'm full of rhythm, but uh, I haven't seen that game anywhere. It's definitely not in my collection, so I'm not going to go out and try and find it. So I'm going to just continue on Dead Space if I get time. All right. Uh.
Okay. <laughs> what was that? I was just inhaling some air. Oh, Christ. Uh, but I do have a lot of stuff I want to get to uh, on the side. I threw in, I bought uh, Half-Life 2, the orange box for the Xbox 360 at the last uh, Waterloo or somewhere. And I threw that in to test it to make sure it works. And I played the crap out of Half-Life. Uh, Blue Shift. Remember all those? Nope. You never played any of that? I played the first Half-Life. Or was it Half-Life 2? I don't remember. I played all on PC. Yeah, I played on PC too. And you remember the the Blue Shift came out where you could play as like the security guy while the whole story was going on and see it from another perspective? No. And then obviously Half-Life 2, and then it's been all these years since then. I've been wanting to get it on the 360. It's this orange box, Valve compilation kind of deal. Portals on there. And... Uh, Counter-Strike, I think, and Half-Life 2. Anyways, I started up Half-Life 2, and I didn't recall anything that was happening as I was playing this game. And I could have swore I played Half-Life 2, but I can't remember any of this stuff that was happening. So I might have an entire Half-Life game to play in front of me, which is what a bonus that is in my life to have Half-Life and play game, uh, play Half-Life I haven't played before. I could have swore I played it, but... Apparently not. I don't remember anything about it. So that'll be fun to go through that. So, and, the, you know, you sink right back into the, you know, the brilliant controls. It's just very smooth and it's the way it should be. <clears throat> Gordon Freeman. Right? Isn't that his name? What are you doing? It's not uh, Siri, oh. who is the Half-Life character's <laughs> name? Here is what I found. What? I changed her to a British chick. <laughs> oh, that sounds... That doesn't sound... Here is what I found, Joey. You've got a massive pole. <laughs> That's not working. I got no reception in the room. How's your... Uh, what have you been picking up? Uh, You've been shopping at the... No. No. No? Nothing? No. Oh, well, yeah, but I stopped. Hmm... I went to the Value Village, and... Uh, no, I'm, I got... Um, oh, we're still on you? I found that Namco Museums game, which I've been looking for. It's got that super cheap. Are we having a video this week? No. Okay. And I got a uh, Bugs Bunny game for the Game Boy, and then I found for the GBA that uh, Guitar Hero controller adapter that plugs into it. Hmm. Yeah. Prices? Joe Prices. No one knows what a Joe price is. Means it's a deal. This is why are you now you're not telling us prices. Before you were telling us prices, now I don't, you're not. Now I don't remember. That well that's the interesting part of the story is the mm. prices. And it's not just to critique how well or not well you did, it's to learn There's don't critique. It's not critiquing, it's to learn what's going on with the pricing trends around the country. Or our region. Well you can look on that online. No, that no. Well, it's I better know, to hear first-person stories because online is. I know the Game Boy game was two ninety-nine. I know the, and then the controller adapter was. Uh, I was four ninety-nine. Oh well, see, you overpaid on that. <laughs> and that's it. I don't remember what the Namco was. 
Now, I was at uh, uh, Valley Village a couple times. Nothing there. Uh, I'm always seeing... On my days off, when I'm on days, I can go to Valley Village first thing in the morning at, like, 9 a.m. I'm seeing the same guy there every time, this dealer guy who's, who's uh, you know, picking through Valley Village, obviously, for a store. I, I just want to pull him aside and ask him, how is it possible that he can pick at Value Village and still have a good enough margin for his store? Like, I don't get it. How's the margins there? Because the, the double V's is so overpriced. Why are the dealers in there shopping? I, I don't get it. However, um, <clears throat> I managed to find a game guide. You know, we're picking up game guides nowadays. I think it was for Halo 4. And uh, Value Village has very as you know, they have on a board exactly what their book prices are. It's based on the original cover price for the books. So if the original cover price is like $12.99, the Value Village price is $1.99. And there's like three tiers. And the highest tier is if the book is originally $22.99 or something, the Value Village price is $4.99. So unless they perceive that the book they have donated to them for nothing is something that it might be of value, then they put their own little sticker price on there, and which supersedes their own uh, pricing scale, which I think is crooked. Agree? Agreed. <laughs> so, of course, it's a video game on the cover, so they think they got something really special, and they put up their own pricing standards for it. So this book was, uh, I don't know, up, up price to $7.99 or something like that. And I've paid up these higher sticker prices in the past, but again with Value Village. I'm drawing another line in the sand, and I figured out a way around these inflated prices. I Genius, stroke of genius, really. Any idea how to get around this? Hmm. Hmm. Do you just wait till they go on sale? No, I peel the price sticker off and oh. throw it away. <laughs> and then it goes back to the scale. Genius. Which we have agreed to as customers walking into the book section and reading the price scale, right? So, yeah, that's what I'm doing now. Hmm. I'm peeling the sticker off. And then I'm paying $4.99, which probably still is. Uh, that's, a, that's a high price in the used book market because that same game guide, if it shows up at Salvation Army, let's say, would be a 50 cent book. So I'm still paying five bucks, very fair, but uh, I agree to that as per their book scale. So there you go, a little shopper tip for you there. Peel that sticker off. Uh -huh. I remember one time I was buying a game and uh, she stopped when I gave her the game and looked at the sticker and then started peeling the sticker off to see if I'd I guess if I had put a different sticker over it. What? Yeah, it was crazy. These people. Of course I hadn't, but I was like, wow. All right. Do you really care that much? Do you get a bonus? You guys are already ripping me off for the cost of the game anyway. You can't move those stickers. They're, they're, they're big square stickers. They're irremovable. Right. But the stickers they put on the books are their, uh, like, jewelry stickers. Mm. So they come right off. No problem. Take those off. Um, mm -hmm. So that's it. That's it for that. 
got anything else for me? You want me to keep going? <laughs> yes, he nods. Where is this the same Joe that was in CC Weekly that had a full list of notes in front of him? I used up all my notes. Yeah, we don't we don't want that Joe over here, anyways. Let me tell you, I'm having difficulties. I haven't been in keeping up with my TV watching, especially with the Westworld, mm. because of my PVR. I come home one day. <clears throat> two kids are there playing innocently enough doing whatever they're doing and my remote control for the PBR completely doesn't work. What happened? Uh, you guys aren't watching TV right now. No, don't feel like it. Oh, <laughs> the remote doesn't work for the PVR. Well, I don't know how that could happen. It worked uh, last time we used it. Well, yeah, that's not working now. So I don't know if you remember in my setup, I use a UHF remote to the PVR because the PVR physically is actually on another floor. It's hidden away in the basement in a closet. So if you use a, a remote control that's UHF, radio signals, not infrared line of sight, you can, <laughs> you can store your, your box wherever you want. So yeah, we use this UHF remote, which is, is super old. I've had it for like two or three receivers now. And... Uh, just stop working, stops broadcasting any kind of uh, radio signal, won't talk to the PVR, won't even talk to the TV through infrared. So, you know, whatever it does to blast those signals is not working anymore. So I call up uh, our provider and uh, right away they're like, oh yeah, that'll be, uh, we can get your replacement for that, $30, no problem. I'm like, I... I I really don't feel I should be paying $30 for it. I've had this remote forever. We've had to replace uh, receivers in the past, and you refuse to give me new remotes with them because I have this one. So, oh, let me look up, see if it's still under warranty. She comes back and looks up. Yeah, you know what? It is under warranty, so um, we'll just send you a new one. No problem, no charge to you. Like, well, you know, you have all these stores around town. Can I just go and pick one up? Because then I'll get it immediately, and we're off to the races. No, we really got to, we have to send it to you within five business days. Like, uh, I guess that's, you know, I'm strictly without television because the remote, I can't go to my receiver and, like, push buttons or anything. The remote was the only way to control it. I'm sorry about that, sir. We'll have to send it to you. I'm like, Are you sure? I've seen these at the stores. The remote's hanging on the wall. I can just go grab one. No, we got to send it to you. I'm like, okay. You can call us back and you can get a credit for however long you're without TV. Oh, okay, sure. That'll be great. Then, uh, you know, sit on hold for another 40 minutes waiting for a, for a service person. But anyways, within five days, we're supposed to get a new remote. Actually, the next day, I got the remote at the door. It was left, you know, typical deliveries nowadays is just left at the door, on the doorstep. Open it up, they send me the wrong remote. They send me an infrared remote. Do you remember the beginning of the story? I required a UHF remote. Yep. <laughs> they send me an in infrared remote. So I call them back. You send me the wrong remote. Uh, I need a UHF remote. Oh, yeah, it's for this. Re yeah, you should have got a UHF remote. I'll send you another UHF remote. Could be five days. 
like, oh, great. Okay, what about this remote? Do you want me to send this back to you, the one you just sent me? They're like, no, we don't want it. You can keep it if you want or throw it out or dispose of it. I'm like, the, the remote that you were going to charge me $30 for originally, you don't even want it back? It's so worthless? Yeah, no, do whatever you want with it. So, oh, Christ. Anyways, I'm still waiting for a remote. Been without TV for this long. But your thing's still recording, though, right? Apparently, still recording mm. stuff. Well, I'm only on episode number, I think it's, I think I've watched the first three of Westworld. Three or four, I don't remember now. But I'm really enjoying it. What a great series. But I guess we can't talk about it since you're not caught up. No, like, uh, the, I do have an app on my phone that's supposed to talk to the PVR, you know, through the interwebs. All right. And it only kind of sort of works. So I'm kind of on a lifeline of uh, TV watching. Do many people use the UHF feature? Well, I don't think so. No. Most people aren't smart like me and know they can be strategic about their uh, receiver placement. Yeah, but does it matter? What do you mean? It would just mix in with all the other stuff you got down in the basement. No, I would have to have the receiver right underneath my television if I was using infrared. It would need line of sight. So you'd have to have your box out in the open underneath your television. Whereas yeah, but I mean you got other stuff under there, don't you? Like no. Rounded and cabinets. Nope. It's all very clean. Oh. I got my vintage Sansui audio receiver there. You can put it on top of there. No, you don't want to. Yeah, that's gross. I'll put a new looking receiver there. Why? Heaven forbid. If you use strategic thinking in uh, your audio video components, you can hide stuff places and still get away with it. So, yeah, I have a UHF remote and stash that receiver somewhere out of sight and it still feeds multiple televisions. You just walk around with the remote and the remote works anywhere in the house. Thinking. But if you're watching it on one TV, it's gonna affect what's on the other TV, right? Yeah, it's feeding multiple oh, okay, displays at once. <laughs> there well, you I go. I can't multiple boxes. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Anyways. Well, I remember what I wanted to ask you before we on the show actually um, on Twitter you, you posted that you had bought a new game oh yeah why brand are you wasting new. money on a new game brand new I bought a sealed game from a legitimate retailer of video games can you believe that what was it again for the DS or the 3DS I should say the Mega Man anthology so you have like the full run of Mega Man games all on all on one cart for the 3DS yeah so, was this that new one that they released recently? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. That was for the newer systems, though, right? It's for the 3DS, as I said. The 3 No, but they did one for the new systems. New systems? Yes. I don't know. I don't know if they did. This was what I'm telling you, they did. I don't. The... I don't know if I can believe you. <laughs> well, I know because uh, M bought one. It's a Mega Man collection thing. Yeah. For he bought his for the PS4. Was it? Okay, maybe. maybe. I, know, I know games. Maybe that happened. Uh, I kind of thought they were like remastered for the 3DS, kind of like the Street Fighter 2 was remastered, but it, it seems to be a straight-up 
play of the original games. Uh, and my, th I have the first 3DS, so the screen is really small on it. It's really small. Anyways, um, the reason why I got it was I got the EB Games flyer in the uh, in the old emails, and it put that game on sale. Oh yeah, it was on multiple platforms because it had the uh, Xbox One version. Okay, maybe you're right. What? It had that title on sale, brand new for twenty four ninety nine. And as well, they had a whole bunch of their recycled titles on for $2 each. So I went into EB Games to see what was doing. Of course, those $2 games were all wiped out, and there was no Mega Man games. But in the same parking lot, shared, you know, amongst all these stores, is a Walmart. So I walk over there to Walmart, and they had a ton of these Mega Mans, and they wanted $39.99 for it, for the 3DS version. As you know, Walmart price matches virtually anything, as long as you show them the flyer, right? So I call up the uh, the uh, email with the link to the EB Games online flyer and uh, show it to the girl, and she's like, "Oh, we don't, uh, yeah, no, we don't, we don't price match to EB Games." I'm like, what? You don't price match to EB? It's right here. Yeah, because we can't tell because they do recycled games and we can't tell what's used and what's new. I'm like, no problem. Let's take a look at the flyer right here. And it says uh, Mega Man Collection. And it says, uh, yeah, it says new right there. It says new. New and the title and the picture and the price. It's like, yeah, okay, I'll have to call my manager to approve it. I'm like, this is crazy because, like, I've price matched like I do a lot of groceries at Walmart and price match like crazy and all you do is show them like a picture of someone else's flyer on your phone using that uh, the flip app you know that uh, compiles all of the ads from the region yep and shows you all their flyers and uh, <clears throat> so she gets the manager on the phone and yeah it becomes a flat-out no to price match EB games I'm like this is crazy this doesn't make any sense. I have the I have the flyer right here on my phone. It's like, yeah, do you have it on the Flip app? Can you bring it up on the Flip? I'm like, no, actually, they don't, because this isn't a publish a published flyer. It was just an e flyer. That it's not on the Flip app for some reason. She's like, yeah, I can't. Uh, like, can you get the manager here so I can talk to her and show her the ad? Uh, no, but you can go out front and find her if you want. Go to customer service. So. I don't know, I was in a pain-in-the-ass mood anyway, so I decided to keep hunting this down further and find one of the managers. And I asked her, uh, I don't understand why you're not price-matching this EB Games. Um, I have the flyer right here. It shows everything. She turns to me and goes, I don't, I don't even, what is an EB Games? I don't know what that is. I'm like, why? Look out the window. It's right across the parking lot. It's a giant game retailer. Is it? Is it really? And she gets on her little squawk box on her, like, she's got a little CB uh, radio thing. <laughs> talking to another manager. Do we do EB games? And Like, just hold on. Here's the flyer. I get the flyer right here. It's exactly this. She's like, uh, I don't even know what the big deal is. Like, this is for Walmart. It's not a big deal. And uh, then she finally approves it. And she says, well, okay, but you got to go back to see the original girl and tell her uh, Lynn, assistant manager Lynn, has approved it. And <laughs> so I have to go back and 
talk to the girl again and tell her assistant manager Lynn has approved this whole transaction. And uh, sure enough, I got my hmm. Mega Man collection. Have you ever heard of that? Having to fight for a price match at Walmart for EB Games? Nope. Or anyone not knowing what an EB Games is? <sighs> you always like to stir up trouble, don't you? <laughs> uh, I didn't even want the game that bad, but uh, it was the challenge. Just to prove a point, yeah. The challenge. Didn't yeah. know what an EB Games is. So, anyways, that's it. Good story. Good adding to another good show. Yes? Ending? Ending. Okay. You're at that time. We're at that time. We're at that time where we got to remind everybody, once again, follow us on Twitter at STCPod and at AC Decepticon and bookmark STCPod.com. Do your shopping on Amazon at STCPod.com. And if you're listening to us, go to cartridgeclub.org where you can check out other great podcasts, blogs, and videos from people in our community. Like Q-Dogs. Maybe they'll do a parody of you. <laughs> no, keep up with the Joe. I want to see a new Joe episode every week. No, Wouldn't that be fun? No one wants to because that would get old fast. <laughs> no, that would be awesome. I want to see... Hmm. I think they were... Well, they could do like a, a Kevin and Sarah one or a Curtis and Layla one. No... I like the job. I think they were expecting a little bit of backlash from you to, for you to, like, uh, come right. back with something. Oh, right, it was great. No backlash needed. It was a compliment. <laughs> okay. Uh, next time, uh, Eric, though, you need to do draw one extra set of abs <laughs> on top because you had a four-pack. Oh, four-pack, yeah. And nipples pointed down, please. Anyways. Okay, yeah. Uh, why are you telling me to wrap it up? Why don't you wrap it up for once? Post it and post it.